This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Southern Magnolia Smiles, a locally owned and operated dental office right here on Washington Avenue in Ocean Springs. Dr. Robbie Williams and his friendly staff provide convenient and quality dental care in a comfortable environment. Their number one goal is to make your experience an exceptional one by providing efficient and financially manageable treatment options just for you. Be sure to check them out on their website at southernmagnoliasmiles.com or reach out to them by giving them a like on their Facebook page or following them on their Instagram account. Now, let's jump into the episode. What's up, everybody? It's the Brownwater Banter Podcast. I am Jared Seymour. I'm Joey Cates. <laughs> As he takes a sip of the drink. Um, and we're here today, man. We got a good podcast lined up for you. We're here with uh, Marcus from Saltwater Therapy Charters. Saltwater Therapy Custom Charters. Oh, I always miss custom, that one key custom. word in every one yes. that we do. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff today, man. We're going to talk about charter boats, uh, how we got in charter boat business, uh, spear fishing, which is one I can't wait to get into. Yep. Uh, you are a part of, how, how do I say that? Part of the Deepwater Mafia? You yes. Uh, started it, or how, how does that work? No, there was nine original members that started it and then after you know once they got everything situated they opened it up for anybody to join right and i was in the first round of people that joined the club once they opened it up for membership okay so okay it, yeah i've seen i've seen y'all online before uh, i guess y'all got a facebook group or facebook page or whatever right it's a pretty big presence online and yeah. uh some pretty some pretty killer uh photos and stuff on the page so i, I want to talk about that First things first, um, we got a cup here that was sent in by, what do you say, Joey? Just, uh, Just Peachy Creation. Just Peachy Creation. They made yeah. this for us, man. We've shared their link on our uh, Facebook page before. Um, we can drop it in the comments below on this. But, they, man, they sent this in to us, and it's a super cool cup. We really appreciate it. We're going to yep. let it hang out right over here. If, uh, if y'all are into some kind of cups or whatever for, for yourself or for your business, man, hit them up on Facebook and uh, see if they can make something for you. And we're sipping on a little bit of Buffalo Trace uh, whiskey today, a little bit of bourbon, and it's, uh, it's very cold and very good. Very but so so tell tell me first how you got into uh, the charter boat business. I've been around the water my whole life. Um, back, I think about when I was 10 years old, I started working on my great uncle's boat. Mm -hmm. During the summers, I'd get out of school, shrimping, crabbing, you know, that's all I've ever done. You know, when I was younger, I was on the water doing something. And I'm still that way. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. I just, that's where I'm happiest is on the water. Without a doubt. Without and you a fish doubt. a bunch. Yeah. You fish a lot. Yeah. <laughs> now, where you are you from? Where are you? Latimer, Bangley? Where are you actually um, from? I grew up in the St. Martin area. St. Martin area? Yeah, that's right. So you're a Saint, yellow jacket too? Oh, Stingham. yeah. That's right. Stingham. Stingham. Yeah, Stingham. Yeah, Stingham. 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 Uh So grew up on the water. But I mean, what made you want to make that transition over into a business like making it well, a business you know um so i'm a firefighter so i work one day on and i'm off for two days right and i was spending so much time over the years on my two days off on the water fishing day in day out and it's just something that's always you know been appealing to me so i told my wife i said you know i'm gonna go i'm gonna start doing it yeah and yeah. um that was five years ago so i'm going into my sixth year now damn Damn. Yeah, you yeah. figure if you're going to be out there spending money on it, doing yep. it anyway, why not maybe make, make a little a revenue off of it, huh? Yeah. 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 We, that's kind of the common theme. We've had a few charter boat captains come in and talk to us so far up to this point, and that's what most of them say. They're like, man, I'm out there doing it anyway. Why don't I just you know, start well a business and bring some, bring some clients out there with me? Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, fishing by yourself and with buddies, you know, it's fun. But to me, you know, I get my enjoyment out of it, watching people that have never been down here, never been on the coast, never been on salt water. Right. Yeah. You know, stuff that we take for granted, they just go absolutely crazy over. Right. Um, and one of the top things that I can think of is during the summer, 
they don't have any bait at the bait shop, so we'll go catch up at one of the bait boats. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just, you know, them watching them pick the net up, um, <laughs> the dolphins around yeah. the boat, you know, stuff that we just look at and go on by, you know, they, they like love it. Like a little it. seafood tour right yeah. there in your, in your charter boat. Well, yeah. we, we got one of those, right? There's yeah. a live bait boat, I believe, that I, you see them right here behind the Beauvage all the time taking people on tours yeah, or yeah. whatever. And little, I think they pull a, sh- a small uh, shrimp net, you know? Yeah, it's a, yeah. a shrimping tour is what yeah. it is. Yeah, okay. And they uh, they catch bait and they catch shrimp or whatever, and, and people get to see that. But you're right, we kind of take that for granted growing up and living around here. You know, people don't always get to be exposed to that. Yeah. Yeah, so seeing uh, taking these people out, I guess, and seeing them realize that for the first time, that's, that is pretty cool. You yeah. get to see where it all comes from full circle. Yeah. I mean, all the way from right. start to finish. Is it uh, Was it a rough transition that first, you know, first couple clients or first couple months? No, no you, people I, already I, knew who you were? Yeah. Well, sort of. I mean, it's just I've deckhanded on a couple of the bigger charter boats, so, you know, that – aspect of it you know dealing with clients you know i was used to um it just you know, smooth smooth transition yeah. you know, rolled, <laughs> right rolled, into it. rolled right into it yeah and, i'll ask confident i like that um so what in the in the timeline of events how did the the deep water mafia thing come about was you already a charter boat captain or did you no uh, not when that started um i let me think mm-hmm. <laughs> i got started diving you know, about 10 years ago, um, good buddy of mine was an instructor. Okay. And he was going every weekend, you know, certifying people, spearfishing, all that. So I was like, man, I got to get in on that. Yeah. yeah. So I got, I got, he certified me. And not long after, um, he got hurt and he's no longer able to dive. Damn. So um, I sort of fell out of it for a couple of years, just didn't have anybody to go with. Right, right. And, um, that's when, you know, I started seeing this Deepwater Mafia pop up everywhere. Yeah. You know, spearfishing videos, pictures, seeing them at the um, fishing banks meetings. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just got to talking to them. And then, you know, whenever they opened it up for membership, I was, you know, right there in front of the line. You said one of the first nine? Is that what you said, like that early? No, there was nine original members. Okay. And when they opened it up, I was in the first group gotcha. you know, to join. That's gotcha. Cool. Um, but it, that, that nine actually came together at the croaker classic uh yeah. very few of them knew each other and then when marty put that tournament on the first time and opened it up for spear and lionfish yeah that's where all these guys met okay and it just you know created it, it blew it, up from there it, it blew up from there so so th- so that must mean that the deep water mafia is not that old then right because the cro- no, croaker cro- classic hasn't been going on that long yeah, right the the club's only Five or six years old now. Okay, really, man. Yeah. Time flies. I they got a that. huge. I didn't the they got a huge Facebook following yeah. now already. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean and we're you know our club differs a little bit from some of the other clubs, like say in Louisiana, Alabama. You know, those are strictly spearfishing clubs. Right. You know, if you're going to be in that club, you're going to spearfish. You're going to compete. Mm-hmm. Um, our club is more of a dive and social club. So we accept. You know, you don't have to be a spearfisherman if you just like diving and taking pictures. You know, if oh, you're wow. just a you know. Yeah. A, a reef diver, you know, a plain recreational diver that doesn't, you know, shoot, shoot fish. fish. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, we take people, you know, that do anything. As long as you're a certified diver, you can join the Deepwater Mafia. Is there is it a registration fee and, and like your yeah, membership and stuff like that? It's $75 a year, okay. and that pays, really all that pays for is our Christmas party at the end of the year. I've been down with that already. And I mean, yeah, already in it. I'm do, not a certified diver yet, but. Uh, <laughs> we do a huge party every year. Yeah, I yeah. like the social aspect. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, that's, that's the best part of it. You know, we talk, you know, you get on different people's boats. Yeah. You know, learn diving with different people, and it's just, it's a real yeah. good time. Is it, uh, it, 
what's like I've fished, you know, growing up here my whole life, but what's it like, you know, that's a whole different world down there, right? <laughs> like that's a different transition. It's the, there's the rules are different down there. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You're on their turf, yeah. right? You get in the ring with them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You get in the ring <laughs> yeah. with them. Every time I think about doing something like that, I think of that video that I've seen before on the internet where it's like the diver and obviously he's got a webcam on of some kind. Or, uh, um, GoPro. GoPro, yeah. And yeah. he looks down and you can't see anything. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, there's a shark that comes <laughs> up and he shoots it right in the mouth yeah. right yeah. before it bites him. Like, that's all I think I would you think about. You have to about. change your wetsuit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd look like one of those, uh, what is it, the octopus that shoots yeah. the ink out? Except it wouldn't be. It, wouldn't be it, it happens. We we deal with sharks pretty regular. Yeah. yeah a lot I of the mean, guys I talk to say they don't, they're really not interested in you though. They're Most, most of, of the, the time, time, they're not. Yeah. Um, there's this one particular place that we go dive. It's a cutoff rig. And we know when we hit the water, by the time we make it 30 foot down, mm-hmm. a bull shark's going to swim up to us and he oh. will he will Ooh. follow us the whole dive, you know, 10 feet away from us. Just looking at you. Yeah, he'll just he'll just cruise around next to us. We can shoot fish in front of him and he don't it don't bother him. He just comes out, checks us up. He's like wow. a like a and friendly, friendly yeah. golden retriever of that yeah. of yeah. that, re, of so that rig. So he could bite rig. you in half. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, then there's some places that we go to, uh, mainly over towards Alabama and Pensacola, that um, they they'll run you off the wreck. Um, they'll get pretty aggressive. Wow, Man. and it's it normally when that happens, there's one guy in our club that it's going to happen to. Um, he's just a shark magnet. <laughs> shark magnet. That would be me. Um, hundred percent. That would be me. But yeah, he's he's got more fighting off shark stories than what do they do they just kind of inch a little too close for comfort or you how yeah you... they'll they'll come darting in at you real fast uh-uh. and then turn at the last second you nope. poke them with your spear gun <laughs> nope uh yeah i want to do it man and i, I think in my mind yeah. i'm going to try it eventually someday but it's one or two of those and i probably one of those and i'll be like appreciate it guys i'm gonna pay my dues and i'll see y'all at the christmas party <laughs> yeah it, i mean i don't personally i don't see a whole lot of sharks right um you know, I dive just as much as some of the other guys in the club, and you know, I'll catch a glimpse of one here and there. But right, I've very rarely have I had you know encounters with aggressive sharks. Well, Absolutely. outside of the shark conversation, what's it like when you're down there? Like, is it are you chasing it's, these fish? Are you sitting and waiting? I mean, are you stalking them? How, how does it? It's it all depends on the fish. Okay. Um, certain times of the year, you know, when they get a lot of pressure, they get skittish. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you'll be sort of hiding behind a rig leg. Kind of ambushed you know, style. Yeah, trying to, you know, catch one coming around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then certain fish, take African pompano, for example. They right. are notorious where if you look at that fish, he, he's, gonna he's, go. he's gone. Right. Really? So when, you know, we'll be at a rig and, you know, there's a school of them, you'll have to sort of swim off the rig and swim parallel to them and hold your gun sideways and then just, you know, watching them out the corner of your eye. And then just at that last second, when they're close enough, just sort of turn and right. take a shot. What's uh, a, what's the distance on a spear spear gun like that? Accurate and to get the penetration, you know, I try not to shoot more than about fifteen feet. That's that's pretty oh. close to be to yeah. them, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times we're shooting amberjack. Yeah. I mean, you're dang near putting the spear right against their head before you pull the trigger. Um, wow. They swim right up to you. Sniper sometimes on the wrecks, you know. If we're shooting, we're not shooting snapper. We're looking for something else. And snapper thick, you're just about pushing them out of the way with your hands. Really? Yeah. So it's mean, endangered species. How yeah. can that happen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I mean, you would think, especially with a big amberjack or something like that, you want to be 
shot and dead, right? Unless you're you're going on the oh, sleigh yeah. ride. Yeah, they they will definitely take you for a ride and beat your ass. Yeah, I, really. Yeah, because how does that work? Once the spear hits them, it's connected to you by there, there's no rod and reel mechanism, right? No. Yeah, uh, well, just, not on our gun. Free diving, their guns do have reels on them. Okay, but scuba diving. There's two main ways. Either your line's connected straight to your gun and you just hold your gun. Okay. Or I use what's called a riding rig, which is pretty much a piece of rope that I hold on to. And when I shoot, my cable is attached to that rope. So everything comes unattached from my gun and I got my gun clipped off and I just let it go and it'll sink and gotcha. float beside me. That's a safety I, thing there, yeah. right? And then I fight the fish with the rope. And, you know, if um, one starts to get the best of you, starts dragging you too deep, something happens you just let go of your rope and you know you just lose a shaft you're not out right. of a four or five hundred dollar gun or your life yeah <laughs> yeah that exactly too. yeah so you just hold on to the rope and then make your way to the surface correct yeah. and then you just pull the fish to you and then throw yeah. them on the boat like that does yeah. that happen a, a few times to you that you had to you couldn't get get one in like um, that I'm, I, ass, I'm assuming can, you're shooting to kill too right yeah, like yeah i certain, mean you're shooting right that they don't fight much to begin yeah. with yeah um I can think of twice that I've had to let go. Right. Um, once, it was just, I don't know what happened. It was a bad shot. Right. It was a body shot on about a 65, 70-pound amberjack. Mm. And I was already at 150 feet when I shot him, and he started dragging me down. About 180, I just let him go. Yeah. Um, the second time, I think it was another bad shot, or I don't remember what happened, but as soon as I pulled the trigger... He come tight on the line and it just snatched the rope out of my hand. Gotcha. Um, but I have had one amberjack tie me up. Um, we was on a wreck and 90 foot of water or so. And um, it was a smaller amberjack and really those, they're so much faster. Um, before I could think about it, he wrapped the cable around my leg. I reached down to grab the cable. He made another wrap, tied oh, my hand no. to my leg. Holy, so, holy. so i'm sitting there i, I was like know, dude I don't I mean, it's just I one like of drinking things. cold beer just sitting yeah. in a chair you gotta you know <laughs> just just keep calm you know i look yeah. right. I look, panic probably the worst yeah, panic panic's the worst thing you can do underwater yeah and uh so i you know i looked up towards the front of the wreck and i see my buddy so i start swimming towards him one leg and i get there he's fighting a amberjack so i'm like damn so i sit there i was like i was at on top of the wreck so i was about 65 70 foot i was like well i can either go up to the top and you know sort it out on the boat or i can just drop to the bottom and you know take care of it that's true so i just let all the air out of my bc dropped to the bottom got a knife in the fish's head untangled everything yeah put him on my stringer and went back yeah. to you ramboed him huh yeah. got him with a knife yeah what, what's your favorite species to to spearfish is there is and is there a lot of difference in it um from somebody who's never done it i don't know my favorite is probably mangrove okay i love mangrove snapper yeah to and eat or to, yeah, or to eat right right yeah. but i mean it, and then you know for shooting big fish my favorite would be amberjack um, okay i mean it's just you love doing it all yeah. once you start you know there's different aspects to hunting different kind of fish right and um you know there's something that i just love about every one of them okay how finicky are those mangroves like when you know you fish for them you got to be you know they're they're pretty you know they're fast, yeah. fast, you know, they're not going to sit there and look at you like a red snapper will. Um, you know, most of the mangroves are in the top 20 foot right. on a rig. Hanging out by so, the rig leg. Yeah, so you can sit there for an hour, you know, at 20 foot on a tank of air or longer. And um, it's just in and get, out, getting in your and shot out, right, yeah. you know, as they're darting around. 
That's cool. The, yeah. I guess that gives you a different perspective when you're in the boat fishing for them too, yeah. right? Because now you've seen them. I mean, the only picture in my mind that I've got is going to the Aquarium of, uh, of America's over New, over New Orleans. They have that saltwater, that big saltwater tank yeah. with the fake rig. I remember you know sitting there watching like, oh, that's what the – that's what they're doing like the whole yeah. time. And of course I'm sure they act a little different than they would in the wild in that right. in that environment, but it's it is cool to see. So I don't know, you've talked about getting certified to dive for yeah, sure, right? Um uh, my daughter, you have a daughter as well, mm-hmm. right? My daughter's uh 10. I Mine's think eight. that's the 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 youngest you can get certified as a diver's 10 years old. Yeah. Okay. We're going to do that next year. Is that what do y'all accept kids into the dive yeah. club? Right? Yeah, we have there's so all of our members, you know, kids are they don't have to pay entry fee. They're automatically right. in the club. Um but there are several kids that dive and shoot shoot fish. That's shoot, awesome. Shoot nice fish. Uh, yeah, we're up as soon as she turns ten, we're going. Yeah, we, yeah, well, we I'm almost we'll did it Jayden a long there. time ago. Remember, we got all the stuff together and oh, I remember took the test and didn't do it. Seven, I my mom got it for me for uh, some kind of birthday or Christmas or something at the dive shop, and I just I was in school at the time yeah. and never had time to go do it. But I so that's. How many years ago was that? I don't even want to know the answer. 2007. <laughs> a bunch. A lot of years ago. It's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. It just flies by. But um, I, I, I'd love to try it. Uh, but I guess um, uh, shameless plug here, we're putting on a tournament uh, March Correct. the 21st, yes. the Sheep's Head Showdown oh, yeah. at the Biloxi Blind Tiger. Hey, guys, just wanted to jump in here real quick. We just mentioned that the uh, the fishing tournament would be March 21st at the Blind Tiger, but that's had to be changed due to the coronavirus. Uh, we've actually had to postpone it. We haven't picked out a weekend yet. We're looking for end of April, early May, hopefully. But uh, we're going to wait and see how all this stuff plays out. So uh, disregard that last statement there. Uh, as of right now, the 2020 Sheep's Head Tournament has been postponed. So you can stay tuned to our Facebook page, uh, the Brownwater Banter Podcast Facebook page, or the 2020 Sheep's Head Showdown Facebook page for the announcement when we finally figure out the exact weekend that we're going to reschedule it. Um, so thanks for your interest in the tournament. Thanks for all those who have signed up so far. Uh, we've issued some refunds already. If you'd, uh, if you'd like a refund, just shoot us a message on the Facebook page and we'll get your money back to you ASAP. If you, uh, if you want to wait it out and figure out when we reschedule it and fish it, then you don't have to do anything. Just sit back and wait for the announcement. Thanks so much. And, uh, let's jump back into the episode. And it, coincidentally, we have a spearfish division. I don't know how that worked out like that. <laughs> Weird. Um, but we're gonna have uh, you know lo- single biggest fit uh, a completely separate spearfish only division, right? For anybody out there who's in the deep water mafia who hasn't already signed up or heard about yeah. it, uh, a completely se- you 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 guys are in your own division, right? Uh, biggest single biggest fish on the sheep's head. Sheephead. And single biggest trigger fish. Trigger fish. And the way yeah. we're doing it, you got to enter in the sheep's head. Uh, um, category uh and then if you want to add on a kicker is that we're doing yeah. a separate division you can you can pay a little extra and do the the trigger fish is that right i said yeah. that right all yeah. right good yeah. but that's uh, it's to, you may not have meant it that way but it sounded like to me that you were meaning it just for deep water mafia members no for everybody everybody no the more yeah. the merrier yeah. Yeah. right Bring it all on. Uh, <laughs> if you want just, to snorkel is that allowed i don't know how yes yeah, sure <laughs> yes yeah. as long as you shoot that's right but getting back, getting back to your charter, what do you mostly run inshore charters? Yeah, inshore okay. and islands. And you run what? What boat do you run? Uh, Twenty one seventy Blazer Bay. I like those too. Yeah, I yeah, you've been on like, it. <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah, like so much you went bought one. Yeah, it's nice. Um, that's so. Do you run offshore as well on snapper season? You just got to pick your days, or how's yeah, that work? Well, in that boat, I I really got to pick my days. Um, as far as running snapper charters, that's more of a 
if I see a good day, I'll throw the sniper rods in the truck. When I get to the boat ramp, you know, I ask the people, you know, hey, right. it's going to be nice today. A little extra money, we'll go catch sniper. And, right. Um, but um, days that I don't have charters, if it's nice, I'm out there. You know, I dive off my boat. Yeah. I'll bring, bring my wife and daughter. We'll go out, you know, catch our limit of sniper and then let daughter go play at the have you ever done a, a dive um, charter? Is that no. is that a possibility? Can you do that? Is that it's, legal? Yeah, it's legal, but yeah. the smaller in, market maybe. In, yeah, that and the insurance and liability yeah, with it, it is so be. so great. How, um, how does that work? Do you have to buy a separate policy to say to be able to market for yeah. that or to be able to take those kind of clients? Yeah. Okay, I never um, even thought about that. Yeah. For for somebody to dive off your boat, I'd looked into it at one time for somebody else. And it would be like an extra five grand a year Damn. for the insurance. Yeah. Damn. Um, yeah. Just the there's so much liability. With oh yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That's crazy. What uh we've asked before, you, and you kind of touched on this already, but do you, you think most of your clients are out of town people? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, probably ninety percent of what I run is people from out of town here on vacation. And how do you think? How do you? How do they hear about you? The you- advertising, Google, Facebook. Okay. Um, just word of mouth, I'm sure. Yeah, a lot repeat of repeat customers mouth. and stuff. Yeah. Is it people like coming in to gamble and then want to go out and, and fish as well? I'm, yeah. I'm sure you talk. Obviously, y'all are talking and stuff, and they're telling you why they're they're here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Yeah, I a mean, lot, we a get a lot of people from the casinos, um, just people here on vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, there's a bunch of the um, like VRBO cottages and stuff, you know, I'll go by there periodically and drop off, you know, cards, flyers, whatever. I get a lot of people. What is that? I'm not, I'm not a VRBO. What is that? Vacation rentals. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Like Airbnb, gotcha. something like gotcha. that. Okay. Um, okay. I know a few of those here in Ocean Springs area. I'll drop my stuff off to them and um, I get a good bit of clients from them. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Will you run out of Ocean Springs? Yeah. Or where you? Most of the time, I run out of Ocean Springs Harbor. Um, in the fall, when we're not fishing out front, we're fishing yeah. more up the river and stuff, I'll launch at D'Iberville. Yeah. Okay. That works. Where specifically can we catch the biggest fish? <laughs> like, <laughs> what kind exact, of exact, Speckle trout. In like, the water. In the yeah, water. Yeah. Right like, there the I water. love that. If you see that in all those uh, <laughs> Facebook groups, I love when people post that. Where'd you yeah. catch it? In the water. In the water. In the water. Um, I, we talk a little bit, a lot of the guys we've had in here on uh, – on conservation and stuff and we had the speckled truth guys in here and they talked about how they're trying to change uh people's perception of talking about social media you know everybody likes to post that big spread of fish and whatever and it's it's great for business and stuff like that but those guys are talking about how they're trying to educate their the 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 customers and and everybody online you know that it is a limited resource and that yeah you know, it is if you catch say that big humongous speckled trout, take that picture of it and release that fish back into uh, into the water there and let it continue to to grow the population. Not that they have anything you know against harvesting fish as well, because we everybody knows you we love to eat them. Yeah, um, right. But I um here in the past year or so, I've I've really started moving more towards trying to do that with my clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've been running tag and release trips for speckled trout and redfish and running them at a cheaper rate just to keep get people to release those fish really um and doing that also we're getting you know tagging data for 
um, to go off Coast Research Lab. Right, yeah. right. We got to um, get. Them well, they in do. Here. Well, you do something like if you tag and you get a book, they'll give you a shirt or something like that. Isn't yeah, that actually, that it's, that's uh, it right there. Th- yeah, oh. this is one of my. Did you do that on shirts. purpose? No. I, oh, I, I, nice. I, I <laughs> oh, that's killer. That's killer. That's killer. But yeah, when you sign up for their program, after you turn in your first book of tags, they will give you a um, one of these shirts. Sweet. Um, Local artist Craig Brumfield. Oh yeah, yeah. did the artwork. I tried to get him, him to come in, man. We're still we working on him. Shot. Get yeah. him to come. That's all right. We'll uh, work. We'll work. <laughs> we got to slow play him. We gotta but yeah, when it comes to speckle trout, you know, people love them. I love to catch them. Yeah. I don't. I don't care to eat them. Really? I, I, I'm. I'm different like that. I guess. Okay. Uh, I probably haven't eaten a speckled trout in three years. Wow. Man, I eat them um, like potato chips. I know. It's, <laughs> you know, I, I, love, I was cooking them the other night, and I, I couldn't get them in the basket before I'd. You know what I mean? Yeah. I couldn't keep up. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I love I love catching them. You know, I'm when I'm fishing by myself. You know, it's all catch and release for speckled trout, mm-hmm. um, redfish too, for the most part. Unless I, you know, bring one home to throw on the grill. Um, What's your favorite to eat? Flounder. Yeah. In oh. shore flounders. Just hard are, to, that's hard to they argue are against. Hard to yeah. find these days. Uh, yeah, they they've been a little slim the past couple of years. Yeah. But uh, what I, about the blue crab? Is that st- I remember they they used to be so plentiful. It seemed like people used well, to give them. I, away. I haven't seen that much, that many. I mean, the decrease in blue crab as I haven't floundered. Flounder yeah. definitely well, is taking. Wasn't a you hit saying too. you wasn't catching many off your grandpa's pier? Not too long ago? Uh, it wasn't as many as last summer, but there was still a- enough. You okay. know what I'm saying? But flounder, you used to be able to ship out on Horn Island. and every, you, You'd wade fishing for trout and redfish and catch three or four flounder at least. Yeah. Now the flounder are few and far between in, in, in my trips. Right, you know right. Which are few and far between. I'm <laughs> thinking. Yeah, I'll be embarrassed to like tally up exactly how many days out of the year, or the, not out of the year, the past couple of years I've actually gone out on the water, man. It's not right. enough. You get caught up with, you know, life and work and families and stuff. But it's good to know that some people are out there doing it, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, you, I think you mentioned right before we, we started uh, the started recording here, are y'all planning on doing some type of um, tournament at some point? Yes, Um we haven't got into the details yet. It was actually just brought up yesterday. Okay. Or yesterday evening about doing our own tournament. You know, I, I'm going to head it up. I brought it to our board to get the, you know, their approval to start moving forward mm-hmm. with um, getting it going. But we're looking at um, next year, um, and it'll be about a, you know, a three- or four-day tournament, and it'll be open to – any scuba diver okay um, you know i know we'll probably have people from alabama i know we're going to have people from louisiana um and then everybody here in mississippi we're going to try and make it a uh, pretty big big turnout uh, yeah yeah we that's you know our club we do a lot of tournaments all over you know from destin florida to grand isle um, y'all y'all compete in them as yes. a club together Yes. How does that work? Is it a team kind of thing? How- yeah. The the way most spearfishing tournaments work out, you know, you'll have your places, first, second, and third. Right. And then each place has point value. First place is three nice. points. Second place is two points. So third place is one win. point. Yeah. yeah. So after you total up the total board, you got your personal, you know, which would be a king, king or queen for the ladies, right. um, king spearfisherman. Okay. Then it goes to best boat. So you enter your boat as well. You know, everybody that was on that boat, you turn your fish in as being on that boat. Correct. And then you have best club awards. Nice. So it's that's it's cool, pretty man. cool. That man, is pretty we, cool. We do a lot of a lot of the Louisiana tournaments with the Louisiana clubs, and okay. um, it's it's a real good time. 
The deep water mafia is just Mississippi no. spearfish. It's not. We we have members from Florida, Alabama, and Louisiana. Really? And I'm sure there's some, you know, we get a good bit of um, military guys that'll come and join our club. And once they join, you know, they stay with us. You know, mo- yeah. No matter where they get deployed to, you know, they're still part of, part our, of club. our club. Yeah, oh, they're, yeah, they're diving these places all over the world, you know, sending us videos and stuff. So it's, Well, how does that work? Like, if you have somebody from Florida and y'all go fish down there as a team, do they, they're still part of y'all's team because they're registered in y'all's club? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm assuming they, you enter those tournaments as a club, right? Yeah. Like you said, there's individual payouts as well, but you also register like this is the checkbox of the of the club yeah. that I am. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Y'all definitely need to come back on here and talk to us once y'all get more into details about that and we can help promote it. Do y'all, have y'all even got as far yet as to figuring out what time of year you would be doing no, it, it? It'll be summer, June, July time frame. Because um, what brought it up, we went to the Louisiana Council of Underwater Dive Clubs. Um we're in that club as well mm-hmm. as a club mm-hmm. that is a sort of like a mother club for all the spearfishing clubs in Louisiana and surrounding states. Okay. And they have a big gap in their schedule of rodeos. Um, Cause I think there were four rodeos that aren't going to happen this year that have happened in the past. Yeah. So there's a big gap in the season now and, we're we're looking to make another tournament to sort of fill in some of the gap. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what we did with ours. Yeah. We, yeah, I wouldn't say right. there was a gap, but we were like, hey, there's this window here in the beginning of the year where there's not a, a lot going on. Right. Why it. not try to do something? And then we yeah. pick sheep's head just because. And say we've that's something else. You know what we've... I mean? There's not a lot who's targeting those, but yeah. I'm we we were seeing a lot of pictures online of people catching them. So it's like, yeah. hell, it's just be for fun, you know? Yeah. For about the past two years, we've been talking about doing just a small, you know club tournament you know right. like a sheephead shootout right yeah. right just for our club members i gotta and, believe uh, that it's gonna be mainly mainly y'all in our spearfish yeah, division you know i'm sure there'll be a couple of outsiders but i hope so i hope yeah. um we've been talking to some of the louisiana guys trying to get them to come over and shoot it or okay shoot it at home and make it over here in time for way in yeah um, but uh we've been we've been pushing it pretty hard on the dive side to try yeah. and get people over here yeah that's, that's pretty good. awesome we're excited about it i'm excited to see what y'all can bring in yeah. um did we pick good fish as far as the the the, the what the trigger fish we're doing you said yeah right yeah, yeah. is that that's pretty they good it just yeah. opened up today right yeah i think trigger fish yeah, just um, opened. yeah whenever y'all started this um you know david and chris both right sent me a message yeah, says, he, hey man look so he was <laughs> we he did was, our, we did market research right. before yeah we you know they they bounced a bunch of ideas off of me on what you know as a diver what we would like to see and mm-hmm. you know that's you know sheephead of course we love shooting those and then um really there's not a whole lot of other open right now right or in that time and uh you know mangroves are hitting miss you know they're not really a whole lot of them around this might be a dumb question does does the seasons for these fish change per spear fishing or catching them on a rod and reel no. as far as the dmr and all that's concerned no. it's all if the it, same if it's open it's open if okay. it's closed it's closed okay. size right. limits are the same, same. Okay. everything all right okay yeah so yeah so we sort of settled on trigger fish since it would be open and yeah know, the lion easy. fish i was we were talking about that but that's i guess more over to the florida side right they're not as big here over here yeah um it's but re- reading about them like they're a, a nuisance invasive. now invasive yeah, they're, species. They're invasive, yeah. yeah yeah that's actually um there was supposed to be you know one of my buddies here with me today but he bailed to uh <laughs> to actually, yeah. yeah they they went they're and shot lionfish today damn they left out of pensacola this morning and uh they said it was a beautiful morning 
about lunch that wind switched and kicked yeah. up and they uh-huh. got their asses beat coming in. I, I hate that. I really yeah. do. I hate to hear that, but, it is, but that yeah, does they, warrant a, a little bit of a chuckle. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think they said they killed like 120 lionfish this Son morning. Of a... Yeah, really. I mean, and there's piles of them down there. And that's, right? that's actually, you know, it's good that there's not that many. 125 fish. That used to be every single dive. Really? You know, how, we, how big are they? Normally, like average, you know, eight, okay, eight, like a croaker, six, eight inches. And something it, like that. You, you may not know the answer to this. Where, where are they from originally? Like, where? No, yeah, there's, yeah. There's, but they're not supposed to be here. Is that no, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. They're there's, good eating though, from what I hear. They're delicious. Really? Yeah. But, but they're, they're messing up. They're, they're poisonous. To, to, no, to, they're to, venomous. To venomous. Venomous. Yeah. yeah. It's think of it just like a catfish. A catfish right. will stick you. Right. It's just a little bit worse than getting stuck by a catfish. Worse. All it is. Yeah. Yeah. It'll. I've had my hands swell up before. When oh, I you've been stuck. hit by them? Oh, yeah. While you were spearfishing? Mm-hmm. While how, we were shooting lionfish. How does that happen? You, he After you've uh, already speared him, or what, yeah. how does that work? We we use a um, a tube called a zookeeper. It's sort of like an 8-inch PVC pipe, and it's got a funnel in the end. Yeah. You shoot them with your pole spear, and you just shove them in the funnel, <laughs> and he... It's the... Yeah. Yeah, well, I... When I was pushing him in, the spear actually went through him, and he stayed in the mouth of the funnel, and nice. I just ran my hand right into it. It didn't feel yeah. too good, did it? Yeah, no, it hurt. Damn. Yeah, I don't know. I ain't never been stuck and you, by a catfish. you got to know how to clean them, wood. too, right? There's a special way you got to clean them. Just fillet them like anything it? else. Just yeah, make sure just, you don't get hit by yeah, them. Yeah, just don't get stuck. Nice. But I've heard they're good eating. But, yeah, really back, back when, you know, this club first started, that was, you know, as the club's mission statement was to eradicate as many lionfish as possible. Wow. Yeah. So all of our tournaments. I can see all the memes online, but <laughs> like Rambo. And we used to go. Metallica. And it, a, an average day would be six to 800 fish. That's crazy. I mean, if you didn't shoot 150 fish on one drive, on one dive. You per know, they per were, person or per boat? Per person. Jesus. I'm talking, you know, we, you know, 800 fish for the day for the boat. Right. Wow. Um, I mean, it's. <laughs> That's crazy. The past three or four years. The numbers that we are seeing are declining. It, I mean, good. like, yeah, I mean, it's it's good, but then you know, for us, right, like doing it for right, fun, right. it's bad. But it yeah. is a great thing that yeah. we're seeing less. But thing is, um, we don't know where they're going. We don't know if they're moving to deeper water where we can't get to them. Right. If the past couple cold winters have knocked them down, or or maybe what y'all are doing, what we're doing, you know, combination of everything. Um, right, it's just. One of so those things we just they have just to, get on a wreck and just destroy it, right? Yeah, they just they, take it they over. eat anything that can fit in their mouths. Wow! Wow! I've got one at home in my aquarium, and he's about four and a half, five inches. I come back from fishing the other day, and I had four bull minnows left in my live well. I went and threw them in his tank. End of story. Five, five minutes later, they're gone. Yeah. I mean, wow. just they will eat until they literally explode. Wow! I you know, like we mentioned earlier with the conservation thing, but I guess. If it's something like that that's not supposed to be there and it's really doing, you know, ha- wreaking havoc on a, on a, on a habitat, mm-hmm. it is fun, I guess, to go out there. And that's when, we, when, when they mentioned, you know, possibly doing those fish, I thought it was going to be cool to see, you know, in a in a what I'm assuming would be an environment, environmentally friendly way, these big stringers of hundreds and hundreds yeah. of all these lionfish coming yeah. in. But they said, I guess it's more towards the what, Florida side. Huh? Yeah, it's it's, you know, we don't have very many of them here out of Mississippi. Um you know, we can run to the east a little bit and get a handful here right. and there. But, right. You know, the further east you go, the more you get. They like that clear water? Yeah. 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 Well, if, if people want to um, reach out to the Deepwater Mafia, is Facebook the best place to go check them out? Yeah. Okay. Do y'all have uh, a website as well? Yeah, or, or Deep, Deep, Deepwater Mafia Spearfishing on Facebook. 
or deepwatermafia.net. Nice. Okay. And if you're interested in joining up, you can do it at either one of those places or get, you know, get a link and go over there and, and, and register. Yep. Um, and if somebody wants to find you uh, for your charter boat service, what's the best way to reach out and get in touch with you? Um, Saltwater Therapy Custom Charters on Facebook. Saltwater Therapy Custom Charters.com is my website. And my phone number is 228-861-7359. There you go. So reach out to him, man. Still booking. That's right. Still booking. Book a charter. Go have some fun. I appreciate you stopping by and drinking a little uh, bourbon with us today. That was fun, man. We really do appreciate it. And uh, thanks, everybody, for watching. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And until the next one, we'll see you then.